Basketball Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM, although a lot of baseball in my future here today, TC, with a four-pack of games. Here's the BMW of Des Moines guest list. It looks like this. Uh, only one guest in the first hour of the program. That's Tom Kakert, who covers Iowa for HawkeyeReport.com. They have, obviously, a huge game, but uh, also a major, major recruiting day as far as football goes. What's the number that I see? 22, 23 um, recruits will be at Kinnick Stadium tomorrow? I thought the number was more like 80. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, yeah. somewhere between 22, 23, and 80. Yeah. But there's a bunch of them going to be there. Tom Caker will run by uh, run down each and every one of them. No. No? Okay. No. Uh, but Tom Caker will be here, sure, uh, at, uh, at 10.30 or thereabouts. At 11.05, Bama Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football. Uh, previewing some of the bigger games of the weekend, and there are certainly some of those. Uh, then our picks. No, before our picks, your picks, as we give four of you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, serving barbecue for over 25 years in Altoona. So we'll give four of you an opportunity to win that. We'll get into Iowa State more next week. I know they kind of were, I took a back seat this. Well, they're not playing right. for starters, and there is that game at Kinnick, three versus four, that kind of overshadows a bye week. Uh, but we promise we'll make it up to you Cyclone fans next week with plenty of Iowa State talk, both football and uh, recapping basketball as they are uh, set to take the I guess the biggest news was Xavier Foster, right? Sure, absolutely. Who's not going to be able to answer the bell at least early in the season. You still have an opportunity to win tickets to see the Purdue-Iowa game next Saturday. Simply go to the Miller & Condon Twitter page. Once you get there, you'll see the pinned tweet where we ask you uh, what the combined total yards will be uh, in tomorrow's Penn State-Iowa game, closest without going over. Give you a little piece of advice. Scroll through the selections uh, because if your number is taken already and you jump on that same number and it's already taken, the person that took that number, should it be the right number, is going to get the tickets. So Miller & Condon Twitter page, you must use the hashtag at Fuller Dental, at Fuller Dental, to win Purdue-Iowa tickets. That uh, contest will close tomorrow at 3 o'clock. But if you want the number that's in your head, jump in now, see if it's available. If it's not, move one down or one up until you find uh, a number that satisfies you. Well, Trent, baseball yesterday, NFL was good until Russell Wilson... I don't know if he broke his finger or not. It certainly looked nasty, and you just wonder what that's going to do for the Seahawks going forward with his availability. I think I heard he hadn't missed a game in his career. Yeah. Whew, that's an iron man. Uh, so we'll uh, see about that. Baseball yesterday, the biggest takeaway was Randy Rosarina for me. And Nelson Cruz's home run. That was great. That really was pretty. So he's what a towering shot. Yes. Uh, if you missed it, to hit the catwalk at the biggest dump in all of sports. I mean, I don't know them all, but it's got to be any list of sports dumps. It's got to be. It's got to be on. Them. Yeah. <laughs> right? What else could there be? I don't know. What else is left? I mean, you can make arguments about Fenley and Wrigley, but there's also history involved. Yeah. Nassau County Coliseum, where the Islanders played, and then they left, and then they came back because they realized what they missed. And they're uh, they're moving. Yes. To the new uh, a new arena. Is it like three weeks that they're going to open up the season on the road? Two weeks, something is like that, that. I didn't know yeah. that. Is that right? I don't, 
think everything's completely ready for them. Look to at come you home. flaunting your yes. NHL knowledge. Well, I might have uh, made a future on those Islanders. Uh, where'd you hear that from? I heard that from you, and I started <laughs> researching a little bit more. They're good. They're you good. give me a nugget on hockey. Yeah. And I know you don't like to go too deep because the audience tends to tune That's out. That's true, especially in, April, in October. Rather. Right. But when I get that little nugget, uh-huh. I think I need to dive a little bit deeper here on those Islanders. Well, uh, good move on, on your part. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right. <laughs> and I hope you cash. Uh, anyways, uh, baseball or Rosarina stealing home. Here's this little nugget uh, from that. I know Baez stole home, but that was a delayed steal. You remember <laughs> right, that yeah. uh, in, in their World Series run? You have to go back for a straight steal of home. And listen to these names, the two principals in this. 1955, Mm -hmm. when Jackie Robinson stole home and beat the tag that was applied by Yogi Berra. Jeez. How about those names and that history that this dude is carving out? Trent, he burst onto the scene last year. uh, With the playoff run that the Rays are on. There's something about this kid in October. My God, he's good. He is unbelievable. Uh, the Astros drew, drew first blood against the White Sox, and really not a fun game. You know, it really wasn't. I didn't see much of it, uh, just really highlights from it, so uh-huh. you can fill me in on that one. It was, well, when you called me yesterday, it was about the, I don't know, sixth or seventh yeah. inning, and I was starting to fade out because it was decided at that point. What did I say? I think it was six zip. Lance Lynn, not good? No, they just got to him. Yeah. Uh, they've had his number. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is they have not had uh, Giolito's number. Sure. Who pitches today, and man, do they need him, obviously, in a short series like this. But those two managers, the history that Baker and LaRusa have combined, what, 50, I'm looking at it right now, 58 years of uh, uh, managerial experience. 58 years between the two of them, 34 and 24, respectively. And it all gets started again today, 1 o'clock with the White Sox and Strohs, Braves, Brewers at 3.30, mm-hmm. 6 o'clock, Rays and Red Sox, and then... The nightcap, 837 first pitch, Dodgers, Giants. So you should be not quite home in time for that. And you'll be where tonight? I'm going to be out at Hoover High School. Good. The Huskies and uh, Coach Tyrone, who we talked to, was yeah. it? Yeah. Is it first um, the equipment drive? Was it two right. years ago? I think it was two I years think it ago. Was, yeah. yeah. And. You know he's a he's a guy that trying to build that program up over at Hoover. And I'm rooting for him, like I am all the city schools. And last year they had a lot of seniors on that team. Thought like he was going to be able to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And of course they had the truncated season with just two games. Oh, that's right. for the city yeah, schools. Yeah, yeah. So it's a rebuild, and that's the process for a lot of these guys. But an easy guy to root for, easy guy to get behind, and mm-hmm. be out there. They'll be taking on Dallas Center Grimes as Hoover now plays four A as opposed to 5A. They're one of the schools that drop down, if you will. And also a really cool kind of storyline along with this. There's a player for DCG, whose grandpa was the athletic director at Hoover for a long time. (laughs) And as a little kid, ran around on the field, did all the things. Anytime he'd have a free moment, he'd go over to Hoover, play on the field. Well, never thought he'd get to play a varsity football game. But with the change in structure, they were actually scheduled to play last year. That game didn't happen, but with the new schedule that came out this year, he's going to be able to play on that field. So, really cool story there. Uh, his mom sent me a message kind of talking a little bit about the background there, but excited to see Alex Abens is his name, and he'll be out there playing on his grandpa's field, if you will. Trent, tip of the cap to you for doing this one and the folks at CISN, because you know it's easy to pick off the big-name schools, mm-hmm. right? And I get it. There's There's more interest in them 
I guess. Um, but these kids practice their you-know-what's off as mm-hmm. well and deserve you know the spotlight that you're affording them tonight. That game is on the bull. Uh, 96.9 on the FM dial. And, of course, you'll have the CISN coverage, I'm assuming. Not for this Not one. Not for that one. Yep, right? they got two games tonight. They'll be at the Dowling Catholic Games game. Really important game as it pertains for mm-hmm. playoff positioning. Ames currently in the playoffs. If the season ended today, of course it doesn't. But and it's about to. Dowling Catholic on the outside looking Which in Which is right hard now. to believe. And they got Valley on deck, of course, next week. I'll have the call for that one on 96.9 and CISN. But they'll have that matchup. Also, Waukee looking for their second win of the year. Council Bluffs, Abe Lincoln. You can catch both those games at CISN TV. And the radio call for Hoover, mm-hmm. DCG, 96.9 The Bull, and the iHeart Radio app. Glad you're doing the game. So uh, the early game today, baseball, is on MLB Network. Mm-hmm. Here's the broadcast crew. This is this is turn the clock I, I, I saw the exact same thing you did. And, and, and I started salivating. Yeah, I, I'm with you, right? It's, I was supposed to have a meeting this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Well, you got one at 3, and you can't miss that one. Right. I pushed it to Monday. Good, good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's Bob Costas. It's Jim Cott. And it's Buck Showalter. Mm-hmm. Baseball knowledge. Say what you want about Costas. He's a huge baseball guy. Uh, and um, I'm looking forward to the, that trio bringing that game to us on the MLB Network. And, you know, here's hoping the White Sox can even this series at one apiece. Let's hope. I, I do. I hope they do. I'll be rooting for them. Because the so. Cardinals are now out, mm-hmm. and the local interest continues to wane. Right. And the Brewers have just never moved the needle. No. no they just have Not here. Not here. If we were in Dubuque, sure. Sure. If we were in Decorah, absolutely. Right. In Des Moines, just a more difficult sell. Of the six quote-unquote locals, well, it's them in the White Sox. This station is not representative of actually what the market is for White Sox fans, but it's bigger than the Brewers. I think so, too. Yeah, because, yeah, we have a disproportionate yes, number of them uh, inside this building. By the way, did you pay Sean Roberts yet? I haven't. You're hoping, I got, he, you're hoping he forgets? Or? No, 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 no. I want to see him. I, I'm going to oh, I, I want to see him. Well, you got to get up pretty early to see well, him. Well, I'm not coming in in the morning. Well, God yeah, forbid. Right. If he owes you the... Nah, you know what? you got to be... you got to go work around his schedule. He won the bet. He won the bet. That's true. You know. Meet him for a cold one maybe sometime and, and get him that check or get him PayPal, Venmo, whatever he wants. He'll get the money. He hasn't even hit me up, though, since then. Hasn't he? Must be doing well. Roberts. Good for him. I hope he is. Well, he'll be on the air tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. as the Saturday morning pregame with Samora, Justin Miller, and Sean Roberts. All right, let's get to the the game, and mm-hmm. it feels like it is the game, and this game has a, a uh, an unbelievable feel to it, anticipation-wise, weather's going to be good. UMass-UConn you're talking about. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Combined 18 straight think losses. I was... I mean, <laughs> Somebody has to win. I wonder who's going to cover it. Would anybody go cover that game? Because apparently the Kinnick press box is going to be full yes. with national media. Pat Forty will be there from Yahoo and Sports Illustrated, ESPN. He's been all over the place. Started, what, Louisville? Yep. And lives in Louisville. A very well-known national name. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I heard. I was listening to his podcast last and night. And, of course, this uh, this summer took a back seat to his daughter. <laughs> right, exactly. An Olympian. A silver medal? I silver think it's medal. silver medal, yeah. And... He's never been to Iowa City for a football game. Isn't that weird, huh? That's shocking. You'd think that he would have at some point. Right. You'd think that the paths would cross uh-huh. at some point, but he's never been there. And it also shows you just how this is. And you mentioned the national media. You know, who's going to be there? Front row, it'll be Dockerman. It'll mm-hmm. be... You know who else in the front row? Bone Camp. Bone Camp yep. because of that AP beside us. That's name. right. Caker, all those guys that have been there, they'll be up there. But yeah, who's going to be in the press box? What it's going to be? The scene, it's going to be incredible. And even... Mm. There's a camera that is dedicated right now on campus just to the Pentacrest and the Fox set. Yeah. 
it's not close to the stadium. It's from Kinnick, a good 20-minute walk, even if you're cutting through campus to get there. It's 20 minutes hoofing it okay. to get from the stadium back over. And that was kind of the disappointing part for me in both game day. I mentioned uh, earlier in the week I talked to somebody with ESPN asking me, I said, get close to the stadium if you can. I know mm-hmm. it's difficult. It's tight. It's not like it is at Jack Trice where it's just a huge open area. It's right. a neighborhood. Right. And that's what makes it more difficult. But still seeing those pictures, seeing the set of foxes it was being set up, saw kind of one of those what uh, action capture kind of pictures that kind of shows everything quickly being moved through. I got excited to see it. And yeah. seeing the Pentecrest there, the yeah. four university buildings, and then in the mm-hmm. middle, the old Capitol, just how cool that looked. No, it looks good in the background. I, I yeah. saw the uh, saw the picture of them building the stage mm-hmm. uh, with the old Capitol in the background. That's a good look. Well, the, the good news is it's not an 11 o'clock kick. Right. So when they go off the air, it's not like, you know, yes. you've you got a 20-minute walk ahead. If you mm-hmm. stick to the end of the show, you're going to miss the first, right. you know, 10 minutes of the football game uh, or whatever. You know, just one more note on this. And I don't know. I, I guess the, the, the uh, game day snub is still a thing. But I read some something from um, a longtime media guy that uh, and, and this was what he was told that yes the, the right game was to go to Iowa City but the fact that ABC for the first time in six years has the broadcast rights to Oklahoma and Texas because the game has been on Fox mm-hmm. for the last uh, six years that that is had a major major um, decision in the ultimate choice to not come to Iowa City. I don't think it has anything to do with the game, that they didn't have the game. They move around all the time. But the fact that Oklahoma and Texas, they get that for the first time in six years, that made the call somewhat easier to make. I've heard in the past Chris Felica, who is the producer, you see him on game day now. The Bear. The Bear. He talked about the difficult nature of when they have an 11 o'clock kickoff and Herb Street's on the set just getting there for 11.08 kickoff, whatever it is. And that'll be the case here. If this game was an ABC property, Penn State, Iowa, they'd be in Iowa State. Of course, yes. So it's kind of talking out of both, both sides of your mouth. Yes, I understand that they haven't had this game for a number of years, but it's simple. If they, if it was in Iowa City for ABC, ESPN, their property, mm-hmm. they'd be there. Mm-hmm. They haven't been at a top five matchup in 17 years. So I understand there's reasons, right? There are reasons for it, but they could have made it work. This is, Fox is not catching up. But they're getting better. They're no, getting there. I, I'm I'm with you now. <laughs> it's kind of make a case hard to make a case for Urban Meyer based on his last week or so. Yeah, I I thought the show was better, and this is no offense against Stoops. He's getting better. He's certainly better than he was the first week that sure. I saw him. Um, and obviously, it's it's great that he's back in Iowa City mm-hmm. with his Iowa ties, and he's going to show the crew around. It's still game day, right? It's still game day. It's ESPN. It's game day. It's Corso. It's the crew. It's the show we're used to watching. Um, So we'll see. Watch whatever floats your boat. You know, when one goes to break, switch to the other, and maybe you'll stay there. and Or just go to the game. or Which you are doing. Now, when are you going to the game? Leaving West Des Moines at what time? 8 o'clock. You'll be seven forty-five. Got to drop off the kids and my sisters. Okay, and uh, thank you to Missy for helping out. Yeah, before my parents get to town, and they'll be watching them the rest of the afternoon. But yeah, going to drop them off, get on the road. Hopefully, there a little after ten. Okay, uh, got a little construction as you're taking your way up on two eighteen to get up there and get over to Melrose. But roll into the parking lot a little after ten o'clock. Crack that first beer, and away we go. So what? You know, so ten fifteen, the first one will go down. Yeah, yeah, that's a realistic yeah. goal, I think. Get that first one down by ten sixteen, and we're off and running. Yeah, getting fully lubricated, 
And the vocal cords ready. You might have to carry me on Monday. We'll see how the vocal cords well, are. Well, you've, you've, you do that most of the time for me, so I owe you a few of them. Um, I heard, and I'm, I'm anxious to see if this number comes out, the how much beer is consumed uh, number at Kinnick Stadium. I was told $400,000 worth after, was it the Indiana game? Oh, really? A game in? Yeah. Um, which I mean, how how much do they cost? Are there is a beer ten? Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Eight fifty for a right. tall boy of Bud Light, Coors Light, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just go with the domestic route. I didn't get anything too crazy. There. So did you notice? Was there you know the people around you? The were they lines long? No, it wasn't too bad at all. Uh-huh. I was kind of surprised there. I wanted to check it. I it was right at towards the end of the first quarter that I snuck away. There was a little lull in the action. Went down there and yeah, there's maybe ten people in front of me. There was a couple of lines that aren't set up. Not a dedicated spot where you know you normally get your concessions but they had some coolers set up where uh-huh. you just go and they have the you swipe your card and away you go in fact they had the coolers right there so you could crack it yourself as you pulled because yes out. no cash it's no it's cash free the stadium correct right. yeah yeah so um well we'll, we'll, we'll see it's, it's going to be a boisterous crowd it's not it's a night going game to be but a late afternoon game yeah it's, good. you know speaking of not a night game it's down now to minnesota for the only night possibility. Yeah, yeah. And Barda was asked about that yesterday, and he didn't come right out and say, no, we don't want it. He said it's up to both schools, meaning if we're okay with it and the Gophers are okay with it, there's a possibility that that game... And is that the... That's the next-to-last home game, it correct? Is, yep. Illinois. Illinois is the final mm-hmm. uh, home game uh, of the season. So I guess there's a possibility... That that November game shows up at night at Kinnick Stadium? I mean, I'm not going. I'd be all for a night game. Well, yeah. <laughs> the weather won't affect me one bit. 2015, that was a night game. That was a blackout game. Iowa wore all blacks for that game. And it was a little tighter, I think, than people anticipated. Mitch Leidner played pretty well mm-hmm. as the Hawkeyes continued the undefeated run. Yeah, put an extra layer on. You're going to be good to go. So the breakdown of the game. You like Iowa this week. I do, but man, you know what? It's not going to be easy, Trent. I, I think that there's not last touchdown wins. Mm-hmm. I think that this is the middle of the fourth quarter before it's decided. Parker Washington, as good as Dotson is, and he might be as good a receiver as there is in the conference, and one of the best. He's not Jamar Chase from last year where he was everybody's number one college receiver, although he didn't play. Yeah. Uh, he opted out. Um, by the way, Stingley's might his college career might be over. Yeah, good. I, I'm sick of hearing about him. He's really good. Well, he's talented. I don't uh-huh. know if he's good. He's talented. Uh-huh. Those are two different things. Yeah, I think I think he's going to... If, if, oh, if he's, sure a bear, if high. he's a bear, he'll change your opinion. Eh, if, if he's going to the sideline like he does seemingly every other game, I won't. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, He's a pain in the butt. He's going to need some surgery, and it sounds like his college career is over. So to your, to your question about... Yes, I do like Iowa, but I think it's going to be an incredibly close game. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Clifford like a lot of folks do. I mean, Trent, this yeah. guy got pulled... Repeatedly last year, he did. he's got to see a lot of Will Levis. He did. And you now see a lot, we see a lot of him now. He's the Kentucky quarterback. They got a big one tomorrow. So we've talked about the inadequacy of the run game for Penn State for both teams, both teams. But from the Penn State perspective, Noah Kane, he's not right. He's not healthy. And Franklin has tiptoed around it a couple of times. He was asked about it again, and mm-hmm. they've mentioned that. But I don't think it's just a Noah Kane problem that he's not. It's an offensive line problem. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They don't have a guy rated over a 68 at pro football focus along their offensive line. 70 is average. They don't have one guy even that is rated at average at this point. The right tackle is a 44.3. That's hideous. Mm. That is really, 
really bad here. Mr. Wagner might do some business Van tomorrow. Van Volkenberg yeah. licking his chops. Joe Evans, that group, got to be really happy, too. And another thing with Clifford, he's not a big quarterback. He's not tall by any no. means. And I was ability this year, the defensive lineman, to get their hands up. Doesn't it feel like it's gone to another level this mm-hmm. year? Yeah, they do, and I like the way they collapse the pocket. They keep everybody inside. Yeah, and you have to do that against Clifford, sure too. So I just think the matchup is there. But on the other side, I don't think Iowa moves the football much either. Mm-hmm. This defense is really, no, they're both really, really good. good. They're both really good. You mentioned uh, yesterday Ipakite, the transfer from Temple. Mm-hmm. He's really talented, but both their defensive ends are really talented here. I think we're trending towards not just the under, and I love it. 16-13? Yes. 10-7? Some weird number. 15-12. Yeah, 12-10. Yes. 12-9. 12-10. That one rings pretty good. Go back that route. 12-10. Yeah, I, I could Four see Four field it. goals. I could see it. And a game winner. How about that? Should explain at the next level. I'm telling you, this kid is a pro. He's he, good? He's really, really good. I'm I not s- exactly, I don't have a whole lot of football scouting as it pertains to kicker. No, he's, got, he's, 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 he's got a strong leg, he's accurate, and he's going to get a chance. I thought Marshall Kane would be in the league too, and he got opportunities, but mm-hmm. never could break through. He's tough. There's yeah. only 32 yeah, of those chances. He hung around the Vikings for a long time. Didn't he was he? there. He had a lot of different chances, uh-huh. but that final step, getting one of those jobs, not easy to do. All right, Jeff's been on hold for a long time. Let's uh, get him aboard here. Jeff, thanks for being patient. How are you? Good. Uh, Trent, first thing, Petrus is going to have an unbelievable day, night, whatever you want to call it, and I want you to talk Monday morning <laughs> when Iowa wins. I want to hear Trent say, first thing, I am all in on Petrus. I'll never probably get to I, that point. I'll, I'll probably well, it, He could throw for 400 yards and eight touchdowns, and I don't know if I'd be completely all the way in, but I get what you're saying, Jeff. Shame on you, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yesterday, I, I, I told Trent this when I called it. I don't want to talk uh, that much on Nebraska, but I'm curious to hear your guys' point because you guys were talking yesterday with uh, Sip yep. about how well Nebraska's close and they've been in some games. Mm-hmm. Well, to Nebraska, that's that's the that's, that's a low bar. Well, that's a low bar. Okay. I mean, uh, if, if, so are we saying if Iowa barely loses to Penn State, that's a win? Like we're like no, I don't, I don't think there are different spots win. as a yeah, program. That's a very just a great point. Well, well said, Trent. Now. No, Trent, you can say that, but if you actually talk to Nebraska fans, they're not going to say that, though. So you saying that, I understand. But what, are we, what have we watched? Like, I've watched Nebraska. I watched Michigan. They're, they, they're winning games. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you mm-hmm. want to win games. They mm-hmm. went into Wisconsin for what, – what was it, Trent? When's the last time Michigan won in Wisconsin? 20 years. 20 years. They went in there with a coach who everyone thinks he's always on the hot seat. He goes in there. I, again, I call it the eyeball test. They let they just shut the door on Wisconsin, and, and Wisconsin's probably a little bit overrated. I understand that, mm-hmm. but for us to say that, well, the black shirts, and I don't even know what the black shirt means, and, and whatever it is, wh- where has it been? So I think, and this is my opinion, I think Michigan's going to go in there. This is one of my biggest plays of the of the weekend, and I think they're just going to let it loose. I think Michigan's for real. I think their passing game is over is underrated. And they're going to be running the ball. And again, with these black shirts on, on night at Nebraska, whatever, it's going to be a curve stomping. In my opinion, I just haven't seen it out in Nebraska. All right, so let's, so, so let's do this. If, if Petrus plays well, uh-huh. well, we'll get Trent to do a little Mia culpa. All right. When Nebraska mm-hmm. beats Michigan, Jeff, I want to hear from you, and you do a little Mia culpa. Fair trade? Fair trade. Good to talk to you, Jeff. You have a good weekend. Appreciate the call. Um, I like Nebraska this week. A lot of people do. Yeah. 
A lot of people do. That's in the Claxons picks, by the way. Three and a half, the number there. The Cornhuskers yeah, at Circus home. Sports. Should be a good environment itself for that 630. one. 6.30. It's going to work out good because I think that Iowa should be wrapping up with Penn State about that time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, straight to that game. And that's an ABC affair, is it not? It is. It's Blackledge because he was. He, I saw a tweet from him early in the week that he's going to. Who's his partner? Is it Sean McDonough? Sounds right. Maybe. I think it is. Although, is McDonough doing baseball? I don't know. Uh, well, whatever. It's on be ABC. On. on ABC. And uh, that, that's going to be a pretty good day. So it's, it's pretty easy for me. It's Red River Rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's Iowa City. And it's Lincoln. And those three games and mess around between those, those are my three primary windows uh, tomorrow. And we'll fill it all in mm. on Monday. Fast forward, boy. In fact, right about now, we'll be finishing that beer. 24 hours. <laughs> so what is the beer of choice? I mean, I know it names is Bush Light. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I just get a domestic, like Bud Light, Coors Light, mm-hmm. something like that. So I'm you not don't fancy. go out of your way to you get whatever's on sale? Yeah, yeah, probably. I, Coors Light's always the first choice. That's where I usually fall. I got a bunch of leftover stuff from the summer in the fridge, too. Oh, there's some there's some White Claws in there. There's some uh, Natterdays. So is that to the when people stop by here, help yourself? <laughs> No, no, I, I enjoy all those. Stash? I don't drink every night like you, though, Miller, so I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit slower to get through those beers. Uh-huh. It takes a while. It takes a while. I get a case, not gone by the end of the week. They just linger, and then you go to the tailgate, and it's funny how quickly they disappear out of the cooler. I tell you, I don't drink as many as come with me every single time. No, you slow down as you get older, yes. trust me. We will take our break, come back with Tom Kekert. Lots to talk about, all 80 recruits. Did you find the number? I, I didn't know. It, it's. I, heard, I thought I saw 23. You thought you saw 80. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's bigger than that. All right. I'm almost positive I heard Tom say 80 over kids? 80. It's their biggest recruiting weekend that they have ever had. They've never had this in terms of sheer volume. Mm-hmm. This And it's not just... A bunch of kids from Iowa that they're just bringing in and, and having them, you know, big time. Xavier Wampka, of course. One and of the he's down to three schools, correct? Iowa, Notre Dame, and Ohio State? Yep. Ohio State was a favorite through most of the summer. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame was right there. Iowa, most people felt, was third at the time. Now, I hope he stays home. I mean, go where you want, young yeah. man. Have a have a wonderful life. And I'll watch you on Sunday if you're as good as most people think you are. But, man, keep this kid in state. That'd be pretty cool. Yes, it would. Him and Proctor will be there from Southeast Polk. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Casper's son, Kyler, who's yeah. a four-star out of Arizona. Boy, he'll Kevin Casper, what does he do? Other than work out. He's yoked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe it's just that. And he he was there. Was he Ferentz's first team? Yes, he was. He, he was. Yeah, 90s, he was right. He was the, because they didn't have an offensive line. He just caught a bunch of bubble screens. I mean, mm-hmm. that's and that was their offense mm-hmm. because that's all that they could do. And he had a two hundred and fifty pound left tackle out there in Bruce Jeez. Nelson before he turned into one of the best centers in college football. Yeah, he did. That's for sure. Uh, we will take a timeout. Come back, Tom Caker. Uh, 11 o'clock hour goes like this. Bama Bob Trent and I opining on college football. Then we'll give four of our listeners an opportunity to win Claxton's Barbecue. Our picks are coming up at about 11.45. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO and 106.00. that's all. Now back to Miller and Condon. On 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. We take you until noon. 
Uh, let's get to our friend Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. A busy weekend for HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, Tom, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. Our crack research lets us know that there will be somewhere between 22 and 80 <laughs> <laughs> recruits at Kinnick Stadium uh, th- for this Saturday's game. Uh, any idea, Tom, uh, What? What? Uh, how many? how many will be there, Tom? I think it's now, from what I was told by a good source, over 80 now. Jesus, it's unbelievable. Over 80. And uh, there'll be, you know, obviously a couple of five stars uh, uh, from, from a, a, a high school not far from where you guys are located. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, one of them is on an, is official visit. And one of them I actually put in a future cast for uh, to Iowa this week. Wow. Connecting so. some dots there. Mm. So you yeah. want to let us know, or what? Uh, well, I did put a, a future cast in for uh, Xavier Wampa to Iowa, but you know he's not going to announce until right. December eighth. Recruiting's fluid; could change. Mm-hmm. So, but right now, I feel like Iowa is in a very good position to land him. That's terrific. And he's a young man that certainly, when you look at the future in NIL, local guy, mm. five star, the first five star in the rivals era. 20 years of that, he very well could cash in on that way and a very talented player. And probably looks at that Ohio State defense as, yuck, I don't want to go play for the Buckeyes. <laughs> really? Uh, or funny. Notre Dame. <laughs> it's yeah, true that's too. true. Uh, speaking of the NIL, did you guys, I'm sure you did, click on Patrick oh, McCaffrey's yeah. pizza? That's the awesome. Pizza. Good for that's him. A, that's I could, great, great publicity. Yes. It is because it's goofy and funny and yep. yeah, people might make fun of it, but it's still you're talking about Fable's Pizza. Absolutely. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Air. The song's still in my head. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> All I woke up this morning after watching it last night. Falbo's Pizza. Is yeah, it yeah, any yeah. good? Have you guys tried it oh, when yeah, you were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, many times at about 2.30 a.m. Oh, so it's kind of like one of those, mm-hmm. nah, I shouldn't say that. Late, n- late night dining yeah, option. Right. Enjoyed a lot of it back good in the day. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, good for Patrick McCaffrey. So, Tom, uh, you know, when you have 80 kids on campus, I mean, how do you look after all 80? I'm going to give them, I mean, some of them want that individual attention. Some of them just want to soak it all in and kind of sit in the background, I'm assuming. That's, is it difficult? I kind of assume it is, right? To, you know, to try and spend some quality time with 80 plus? Yeah. It, you know what it's like? You guys went to the circus back in the day, right? Sure. See that guy that. that the plates, yes, you know, and he, yeah. the plate spinner. That's yeah. kind of what you are. You're a plate spinner. You got to just kind of bounce around and uh, go say hello to everybody. And um, I think most of those kids will understand. But um, I'd be more focused on uh, on the two kids from right. Southeast Polk for sure. Yeah, you know, I would uh, I would be r- rolling out red carpets for those two, and uh, you know, several of the other four star kids that are going to be there. Um, but uh, there could be big time players, but they're going to be busy. Um, but it's, boy, it's exciting. I mean, you know, it, the, the, there's just, uh, just talking to people this week. Everybody comes up, those coming up to me this week when I'm out at high V or someplace and they're like game this week, the game. I mean, it's, mm. I, I can't remember the last time it was like this. That's great. The buzz has been palpable yeah, awesome. and it's been and talking to people that are in Iowa city too, just this week, what it's been like, Something that they haven't seen in a really, really long time. But you got to finish the deal. You got to win the football game, Tom. How's that happen? How does Iowa get the W tomorrow afternoon? You know, I, I was telling a friend of mine yesterday, I said, you know what I think how this game's going to play out is I could see both these teams kind of 
uh, you know, for those of us who might be interested in, in uh, um, you know, some things, uh, you know, the first half, I think, is going to be a feeling out process and maybe not a lot of points and just kind of we're going to play field position and see if somebody blinks here. Um, I don't see either team taking a lot of chances early in the game, uh, hint, hint, first half. Um, and then I, I, I just see Iowa being able to create something, make something happen. Um, you know, Phil Parker said this week, that he brought up to 2015 then feeling like this is 2015. And I kind of feel like that is right on the spot too, is that, uh, um, uh, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts with this team, just like it was in, uh, in 2015. And, and, uh, they've just got kind of got this magical secret sauce going right now. And, and frankly, if you dive a little bit deeper into, Penn State, they were lucky to beat Wisconsin. And Wisconsin ran 92 plays in that game and scored 10 points. That is almost statistically impossible mm-hmm. to do. And they and Auburn's pretty average, and they barely beat them. Yeah, uh, they're a different team. Uh, Auburn is when they're when they're out on uh, on the road in that game. That was the whiteout game, was it not? I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Tom. Look, I I've watched the uh, the Wisconsin uh, Penn State game very closely, and I had Penn State, so I was I I, I thought I stole one. I kind of had that feeling. You know, I want to ask you about Sean Clifford, and I'm not saying he's a liability by any means. He's he's a nice college quarterback, but as a junior, Tommy, go back to last year, and he was pulled more often than not for crying out loud. He saw a lot of time standing on the sidelines and was yanked out of football games. What's different about him this year? Because his offensive line isn't great by any means. I mean, Dotson's a star, his receiver. But I, I, I don't think that Sean Clifford should be on any list of upper echelon Big Ten quarterbacks. Yeah, and you know, I've even seen him mentioned as like a dark horse Heisman yeah. candidate right now. And I'm just like, eh, okay. Right. Yeah, last year um, in Happy Valley, he got yanked and they brought in Will Levis, who's mm-hmm. now uh, over in the uh, at Kentucky doing a really good job for uh, for the Kentucky team. Um, yeah, I'm just not sold on him. I think he can – the thing that's true about him, though, is that he is mobile. Yep. He can make things happen with his feet, mm-hmm. and, and that could be a difference maker in this game. Is, and we've seen Iowa sometimes struggle with those guys that are more mobile and can you know, get those extra yards on a, on a third down to keep a drive alive. And that's going to be a – for Iowa, and I wonder if maybe Phil puts a little bit of a spy on him, if he can, um, just to kind of try to keep him in check so he can't scramble for 10 yards on a third and eight. Tom, the tackle position for Iowa has not been great this year. The offensive tackles have struggled. Of course, they're good inside, and Linderbaum helps a lot with what they've done there. Penn State's got a couple of talented defensive ends. We're going to see some more chips here, tight ends helping out blocking a little bit more keeping Potabom in there when they go shotgun to help out in protection. What do you anticipate you see to help out those young tackles? I would see, I think, more Potabom than anything else in there just to kind of help out with that, uh, chipping one of those guys. But they do. They've got two really good defensive ends. Um, uh, both those guys have, uh, um, I think one of them has three sacks. The other one has two, two or three. maybe both have three. They don't have a huge amount of sacks, though, this year. So it's been... But they're getting a lot of pressure, yep. so I, I think uh, it's going to be important to keep Spencer clean. Um, I think it's going to be really important for Iowa to kind of get the run game going because the run game gets going, guys. It just it loosens everything up for Iowa. It loosens up that play action game, and um, I, I just 
uh, I, I just like where I like where Petrus is headed in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It's just every game his quarterback rating has gone up from the from the previous game. So that just tells me his trajectory is moving in the right direction. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, he, he was I thought maybe his best game as a hawk last week uh, was. In, in Maryland. I, I'm with you. So Tom Dotson's a weapon clearly um, at the at the wide receiver position. He's he's not alone. I mean, uh, Washington's a good player. They both have single digits. Watch them five and three. But Dotson in particular, one of the best receivers in college football. Who do you think? And I don't know if that if that would be a who do you think because I'm not sure that they'll move around and follow him around. But the secondary, I guess, as a whole, clearly is going to be tested, perhaps like they hadn't been tested this year by those two very good wide receivers. Yeah, I think you know maybe the the only other guy that uh, is the capability of Dotson that they faced is probably Freifogel from uh, Indiana, yep. and uh, you know he's right there with Dotson uh, coming into the season at least as the probably the two best wide receivers, David Bell, probably in that conversation as well, and uh, I will see him next week. Uh, but I suspect Penn State's eventually going to try and take a few shots and see if they can, uh, but they Iowa won't kind of deviate. They won't like, Matt Hankins is on Dotson or whatever. They'll just, right. whatever side Sorry, they line up on, that's who they go against. And um, You've seen some teams kind of try and go after Riley Moss, so I'm going to be curious if they try to ISO and go after Moss to, uh, uh, tomorrow afternoon. Tom, it's going to be a great environment. It's going to be looped up. It's going to be as good as they've seen. And you find a way to win this one. You can really start dreaming big. When you look to the the rest of the schedule, kind of getting past this one, if they find a way to pull off the victory, looking forward, what still does concern you? When you look at this schedule where we know Wisconsin is down what was anticipated from them, still have a really good defense. Minnesota has that loss to Bowling Green, but there's some talent on that team. You just kind of go through David Bell, still Purdue, Mm -hmm. and that's a scary proposition. What concerns you most after this one? Um, Purdue does just because Jeff Brom has had um, Iowa's number in a lot of ways. I mean, he's been able to put up a lot of points against Iowa in the past. So, um, But you know what? The other game, suddenly Hmm. the the gentleman out out, out (laughs) west uh, who was on the hot seat, I think they're going to win this weekend, guys. Yeah. A lot of folks do, you Tom. I, I think maybe Scott Frost has figured things out, and we'll find out this weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. if they go out and, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, play terrible, uh, then, yeah, we're back to time to fire Scott Frost. But I wonder, you know, Northwestern's not good, but you don't go lay 56 on, uh, on, on 50 in the Cats very often. Yeah. And I think he's in Michigan State. That Michigan State game. I mean, they got they played really well in that game and still lost. But especially defensively, I think they figured some things out. And but Iowa's probably going to be favored in every game the rest of the year, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I mean, I certainly be the tight. Wisconsin, Wisconsin one might be tight. tight yeah. yeah, but but I'm with you. We had Sipple yesterday, uh, and he reminded us that uh, Smarty didn't get a first down in the second half of that football game, yeah. and somehow found a way to win it, which is a head scratcher. You know, just one thing on Purdue, uh, Carl. How do you say his last name? Carlaftis is. Uh, yeah, Carlaftis. Yeah. Carlaftis. I like Hutchinson. I think he's the best defensive end in 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 the Big Ten. But Karloftis might be. Uh, he's a problem. So we'll we'll talk more about him obviously uh, next week. So Tom, uh, does Iowa need to run the football and run the football efficiently to win? What if they shut down Dotson and they win the football game? It's as simple. As, it's not as simple as this. But um, 
I guess how how does it happen, Tom? I I think they're going to come out and run the football and uh, establish that run, and then they're going to hit some play action over the top. Um, look for uh, you know my one of my uh, last couple of weeks I've been hitting on these uh, these little ticks uh, to click for me, and uh, um, last week it was Arlen Bruce getting his first touchdown. Uh, I think Luke Lachey, big Luke Lachey game this week. Ah, okay. Luke Lachey, I like that one. All right. Hey, Tom, with that, uh, it was Big Ten Basketball Media Day this week. Any takeaway here from Fran? Anything that at least uh, had your ears perk up a little bit? Not particularly. We have the regular media day coming up on Monday, so um, that will be interesting to kind of some of those players and, and uh, get to visit with them a little bit more about um, about the upcoming season. Uh, just been hearing a lot of really good things about Keegan Murray uh, mm-hmm. and him kind of uh, amping things up. Um, you know, I think uh, Joe Toussaint's playing pretty well. Um, you know, I, the thing that it, that I'm really curious about is if they're going to bring Connor McCaffrey off the bench because that's what mm-hmm. I've heard all summer was that it's potentially Connor's going to come off the bench, kind of lose that second unit. So we'll see if that actually happens. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. You got a busy weekend, Tom. All 80 of those kids in town, you got a, a little football game to cover that's got to take some of your attention as well. Hawkeye Report's got you covered, part of the Rivals Network, Tom. Enjoy tomorrow. It's going to be a busy one for you both today, or both tomorrow and uh, Sunday recapping as well. Uh, but we will talk to you in a week's time as the Purdue game awaits. Thanks, Tom. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Tom Kakerd, HawkeyeReport.com. Updated numbers from our friend Mike Palm, the Iowan who works out at Circus Sports, sent this along to me earlier this morning. Uh, they had it at two throughout most of the week. Iowa favored mm-hmm. by two. They went down to one and a half, got a lot of Iowa money, now currently sitting at minus two. Hawkeyes favored by two. Most heavily bet college football game so far this weekend and continue to see money on that under. Hmm. And where, do, what's, where does that sit right now, the under? Uh, 40 and a half last I checked. Can that go below 40? Put it at 32, I still might take the under. <laughs> Melrick Condon back uh, to wrap up the hour. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and own 10. It's time for the Urology Center of Iowa audio cut of the day. Third down continues to be a problem for Seattle. Aaron Donald now. Oh, here's a block. Blocked off the foot of Dixon, and Dixon now kicks it. Well, that's coming back. That's coming back as this goes down near the 10. Set up your vasectomy appointment with the Urology Center of Iowa at 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. Double punt. Yeah, how about that? It's not coming back. No. It stood. Now, it should have come back. Well, there should have been penalties past the line of scrimmage. Right. Uh, But apparently, you're allowed to have the double punt as long as it's behind the line of scrimmage, which it clearly wasn't. Um, Good game last night. It was fun. Yeah, it was a fun game last night. NFC West is... It's good. Well, we got, what, five minutes here? You want to do a little NFL? Well, this is what I want to do with you. I want to let you play program director. Oh, okay. But I do want to do a little NFL, but let's do this first of all. So you get to play program director. Uh Uh, In this case, you're at KCCI, Trent Right, And you're calling the shot Mm -hmm. uh, for Central Iowa. Let me make sure I see where Iowa is on the map. I Mm -hmm. think I figured it out after this many years. Uh, You get to choose 
You get a single game this week. You can choose Miami-Tampa. No. You can choose New Orleans-Washington, New England-Houston, Tennessee-Jacksonville, Bears-Raiders, or Cleveland-Chargers. They only have one game. You can take it early. You can take the late window. What are you doing? I think this is a no-doubter. you got to take the Bears, and you take them at the Veritas. Uh, and that's what CBS did. Okay, good work, KCCI. Good work for KCCI. Let's see if you think this is good work over at Channel 17, uh-huh. who's got the double dip. Now, early, you have the choice of Green Bay, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Eagle, Panther, no. Broncos, Steelers, or Lions at Vikings. Okay, well, you got to take one of the locals. So it's either Green Bay at Cincinnati or Detroit at Minnesota. Broncos, Steelers. No. Not taking that here with two local teams playing. It's going to be a local. Uh And you should take Green Bay at Cincinnati because something stinks with that point spread. It's three. Right. What am I missing? All the injuries for Green Bay, maybe? It's on my list. I got sucked in. I mean, there's no cornerbacks left for them. And Cincinnati does Alexander's, he's questionable, right? Right. And and Cincinnati's got receivers. Yeah, Chase is, is, I think he's going to be a star. Boyd's as good of a slot guy as you're going to find. They got a quarterback. And they got a quarterback. Maybe that's why that line stinks. Maybe it is. Take that game. Green Bay at Cincinnati. That's what they did. And there's only two late games. Uh, Let's see if you can sweep the board. Okay. The Giants and the Cowboys or the Niners and the Cardinals. Better game is 49ers-Cardinals. But it's Dallas. They're taking the Cowboys. That's what they did. Yeah. Buck and Aikman will sure. entertain us in the late window. So you swept the board. Um, for some reason, there was there was one change that listed, was listed under here. Mm-hmm. The entire state of North Dakota has been taken off the Giants and the Cowboys. I wonder why. That's I mean, weird. not that it matters to us anyways. Yeah. All right, so let's do NFL. What, uh, what game floats your boat more than others? Is there one this weekend? Well, it's a Sunday night game. I'm yeah, incredibly I'm intrigued. With what we're going to see, I, I love that Bill or the uh, Browns Chargers game too. It's just mm-hmm. some of the uniforms mm-hmm. too; they're completely different. You got the old school Browns against see as we see Baker Mayfield playing with the torn labor, not yep. in a sh- throwing shoulder, but nope, still, still trying to gut it out. He there. was bad last week. Two really talented teams that have really liked the rosters all the way through. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that one, but it it's ultimately Kansas City Buffalo. We see this ascension for Buffalo. Is it real, or is it? schedule based. Yeah. I think it's real although I think that um I don't think this one goes their way. I kind of lean Chiefs in this game on Sunday night. It's one of those where Kansas City at home you're laying less than a field goal That's two and just a half. It. You get Pat Pat Mahomes and I don't and I get him for less than a field goal. How many times is that going to happen? Epines is playing really well yes, by he the way is. for Buffalo. Yeah, light's gone on. Yes, he's playing at a high level. What they can do in the middle with Big Star, mm-hmm. I, that just completely mm-hmm. changes the complexion of the way that team is up front. Because last year, you could run on Buffalo. That hasn't been the case this year. Ultimately, I'm on Kansas City side in this one, but I think it's going to be a great one. And points? I mean, are we looking at a 38-34 kind of game? Wouldn't be surprised. As I, bad I think, as Kansas City's yeah, defense is. I think they'll both score. But ultimately, I think Kansas City will prevail in the football game. Monday nighter is the Colts and the Ravens. And, well, on Monday, it, uh, Mr. Monday Night will have an opinion on that one. Coming in off a win. Oh. Yeah. Mr. Monday Night turning the tables on that. Handed out Mr. Thursday Night with a victory Yes, you did. You had the Rams last night. Uh, Bama Bob, Trent, and I will kick off our number two going around college football. Your picks. Claxon's giveaway about 11.35. Our picks about 11.45, 14.60, KXNO, 106.3 FM.